Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Dayton, Ohio, it's time for Dayton Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Dayton Business Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. Today, we have with us Valerie J. Lewis Coleman, and she is with Pen of the Writer. Welcome, Valerie. Well, thank you, Lee. Well, before we get too far into things, tell us about Pen and the Writer. How are you serving folks? Well, what I've been doing since officially 2004 is serving professional speakers and experts to magnify and monetize their message by publishing quality books through my company, Pen of the Writer. So how'd you get into this line of work? Well, you know, I used to be an engineer. I was a senior engineer for GM, now Delphi, for 26 years. And when my particular plant closed, no hablo espanol muy bien, I decided that instead of moving to El Paso, Texas, I would launch my publishing company. So it was kind of a transition that I made to take my engineering problem skills and use them to serve authors and aspiring authors to save thousands of dollars, put out a quality product. Now, when you're working with authors that have never gone through this process before, Having that systematic mindset, I'm sure, helps you um, kind of check all the boxes that need to be done to create a quality product. But what are some of the misconceptions that that aspiring writer has about the process? Well, for most of them, they believe that writing is the hardest part. And what I'm finding um, through a lot of people who, who I've been working with is they have a hard time getting their message out for several reasons. The predominant one is fear. Then they are unclear as to what's, where they want to go. So focus would be the other thing that holds people back. And I would say that for the new writer and the maybe some of the challenges that they're experiencing, writing is only about 10% of this process. Uh, it consumes about 10% of your time, energy, effort, and money. Then publishing is about 30%, and marketing is about 60%. And that's probably true for most businesses. Marketing is going to be the predominant force that drives your business or, or sinks your business, depending upon how you position yourself. So, so to answer your question, Lee, I think for most people, new writers, they think that writing is the hard part. And then um, if they're trying to go the conventional route, writing the book is just the beginning. You have to get someone else to say they want to publish it. And the, the, the traditional publishing method could take years, right? It could absolutely take years and it takes a lot of time. So another misconception is that just because I write the book, someone's going to pick it up. But with the influx of self-publishing and all the digital platforms and the ease to enter, enter the industry now because of the barriers of technology have been eliminated or removed, what is happening is publishing companies, traditional publishing companies, have had to downsize their businesses, and they've become more strict on who they will and won't accept. So what they traditionally look for as a traditional publisher are authors who have already published a book and had great success on their own. Success meaning numbers. So, so they've sold tens of thousands, up to the hundred thousands of books. They have significant followings on their platforms, and they have already proven that they can generate money and they have a following of people so that it is like a no-brainer almost for the traditional publishing company to come in and, and assist that author because that's basically what they're doing is assisting them because the author has already proven their level of determination, their work ethic, and their commitment to the process. So now traditionally publishing companies aren't losing as much money because 
they are very strategic in which authors they choose to publish and work with. And then for the most people out there, they don't have that. So their uh, result will probably be different when they've self-published. Not many self-published authors become rich because of book sales, right? They're using the book for a variety of reasons. Well, there are now there are self-published authors who have become millionaires with their books. Um, Richard Kiyosaki, Rich Man Poor Dad, started out self-published. Now he's not anymore, but he sold 250,000 copies as a self-published author because he had the right marketing in place. Mm-hmm. I have one of my clients, my, my um, main success story, I started out helping her as a self-published author. Now she writes for three different publishing companies. She earns her living as a writer. So it is definitely possible. However, what is happening is because it is so easy to enter the industry, a lot of new authors are trying to navigate around the process by not editing or not having a professional editor, trying to do the cover themselves. You know, they're trying to do everything themselves and they are not expert or proficient in various aspects. And so they are creating poor quality books, overpricing for them and then not being able to sell. So now walk me through the process of, like we talked about off air, Stone and I are in the process of writing a book. Uh, how, mm-hmm. would, how would it work if we were working with you? Well, I have several different options that I do for authors because I have authors who have time and not as much money. And then I have authors who have money and not the time. And so I have a process that kind of reaches that whole continuum. I have published books specifically for aspiring authors, a book on writing and a book on publishing that navigates you through the entire process of cover design, editing, launching your business, what it takes to get the, the meat of the business started. And, and then that's so that's for the author who doesn't have necessarily the money but has the time. Then I have in between there, I do mentoring options where I teach people and walk them through the process. So I'm not doing it for you. I'm showing you how to do it so that you can rinse and repeat some more of the do-it-yourself type process in the middle. And I also host live events, workshops, webinars. I have a online workshop, Pen of the Writer Virtual Book Camp, coming up in a week through the passionatepens.com website, and people can register for that. So that's another option. And then the pinnacle or the end of the pendulum is publishing, where I actually publish books for clients at this to this point I've published over 134 authors so it kind of depends on where they are on that continuum that I can provide the service they need to get to the next level and then what's the range in pricing well for the the book start as low as $15 and then when you get into the the live events uh, the one I'm doing coming up well it's a virtual live event it's $49 per I'm workshop. I'm doing a class on writing, a class on publishing, and a class on marketing, three consecutive Saturdays. Each one of those is 49 or you invest in all three, then it's 119 so there's a savings, plus a bunch of bonuses that go with that. And then the other live events I host, it just kind of depends. Mentoring, I have a package that starts as low as $250, and they go up to as far as $5,000, um, depending upon what you want. I had a client who wanted to be an Amazon best-selling author. So she invested in the the highest plan, and within four months, she was in the top 50 on Amazon, had 38 reviews when she started out with zero, had a fan page that had over 300 people when she started out with that with zero. And so that is the other pinnacle of the mentoring. And then the publishing, I have three different plans for that, depending upon where the author is and what they want to do 
all of my plans include customized cover, set me setting up all the details for the interior, making sure that your book is available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, set up with distributors, available to libraries and bookstores. And the cover is customized. I don't do covers. I work with a professional graphics designer who has done thousands of covers. So she does that for me. Some of the plans include editing, they include marketing, and they range from $2,500 up to $59.95, and that includes 500 copies of the book. So my authors, because I'm serious about positioning them to land media attention, book speaking engagements, and sell books, I am very strategic in how I position them so that their books don't look quote unquote self-published. They have the feel of a traditionally published book based on the price, the page count, the cover, the content. And so it positions them to land international speaking engagements. One of my clients had her message included on Maria Shriver report because of how quality her book was. Other clients have won bestsellers lists and so on and so forth. So my thing is not just to publish a book because that's fairly easy to do with technology. My focus is to publish a book that can garner success for my clients. So now you mentioned um, it didn't look like a self-published book. What are some of the signs that say maybe this book wasn't professionally put together? Oh, man, there are a lot of them. One of the first signs for me, I'll, I'll go to the cover, is when the author puts him or herself on the front, their likeness on the front. That is a vanity move, which tends to hinder sales. Because that says to the reader, the book is about the author and not about the reader. So why would I buy your book about you? I'm trying to make my life better. I'm trying to learn something. I'm trying to improve myself. So initial, and if they're not a, now let me say, if you are a recognizable image like Denzel Washington, he should be on the front of his book. Or President Barack Obama, I guess he's not president anymore. Barack Obama should be on the front of his book or Joel Olstein should be on the front of his book because they are recognizable images and household names. They sell, their image will sell the book. However, if you are an average Joe or Joanna, shall we say, you shouldn't do that to yourself because it, it speaks as a vanity move. So that's one of the first things. The second thing that I recognize, and that's just the front cover. There are a lot of other things, but on the back cover, one of the first ways I can identify whether a book is self-published is if the author did did or did not include the barcode, did or did not get the ISBN, did or did not have the retail price embedded on it, or if the back of the book doesn't have the necessary marketing copy, which it's fairly easy to identify, and then the pricing. So I have seen authors have books that should sell for like $10 trying to sell them for $30 because they spent way too much getting their book published and so in typos. Well, that makes sense. But uh, so you help with the pricing, you can advise on uh, what the right pricing is. Absolutely. That's where my engineering comes in. So I really sit down and I assess. there are two key factors that determine whether a book, the retail price of a book, the first is your cost. And then the second is the competition. And what most authors do is they just focus on their cost. So if it costs me $10 a book to produce this book, I'm going to sell it for 20. That's not the model that should work. In, in engineering, they used to have a model, you know, the cost model where you have cost plus profit equals 
equals the retail price. But what has happened is when the competition came and in flooded the industry, when the international market opened, we had to change that model. We couldn't just add profit to our cost. We had to look at what the price was everybody else was doing and then subtract our cost to get our profit, which meant we had to focus on lowering our cost. Same is true for authors in the book business. You have to be intentional on what everybody else is charging. And when I say everyone, I'm speaking more of like New York Times bestselling authors, those who have traditionally published books, what type of retail prices they're charging. Use that as the benchmark for how much you should charge for your book based on page count, based on the interior, whether it's black and white or color, based on the trim size, you know, based on the content, nonfiction versus fiction, those type of things all those factors and parameters go into how to price a book. Now, in some of the services you mentioned, you have from do-it-yourself all the way through do-it-for-you. Uh, as part mm-hmm. of the do-it-yourself, is this something that a person can do themselves? Like, is it, or is this, um, like, there's so many steps, you can screw it up so many ways, it's better to just bite the bullet and pay for the service? Yes and yes. So you can do it yourself. But like you said, there are so many minute details to effective publishing that it's easy to miss one or think that one's not important and not do it and then fall short. So the way my publishing book works, as I lay out every last specific detail that you need to consider, I just had a a phone call with a client um, earlier this week, and she said she followed my book, and it was a great foundation to get her started on how to launch her publishing company and then get her first book out there. So it is a great tool, but for those people who are easily overwhelmed with all the minutia, I highly recommend hiring someone who is a book coach or a literary agent, not literary agent, but a literary midwife to help you get through that process so that you don't skip things that either you don't know about or things you don't see as important and overlook them. And now your book can't be carried by libraries or bookstores won't touch you, or you can't get into the school system if you have a children's book. So it's important to um, get with someone who has already done what you hope to do and then learn from them. That is the fastest way. For your business, are most of your authors um, like writing for the consumer or those business people? Like, are they fiction or nonfiction? What is the profile of your ideal writer? Mm-hmm. So my authors through my company, through my division or imprint, Queen V, as in Valerie Queen V Publishing, most of them are nonfiction writers, and they are writing specifically as like self-help type books. So one of them is by Dr. Karen Townsend, whom you interviewed a couple weeks ago, I published her book, It All Started When I Stopped Using Lotion, One Woman's Journey from Chaos to Calm. And that book has garnered her all kind of national and international speaking opportunities. She is hosts she hosts a live event. Prior to my book, she hosts a live event event, but it becomes a calling card, a business card for new business attraction. So that has been a great success for her. Another one of my clients, Andrea Foy, her book was Higher Power how to find, get, and keep a job. So she used her life experience to help people position themselves. And back then when the market was really bad, how to position themselves on the details of interviews, sending resumes, crafting, and then keeping your job. That was her um, initiative. And then Tony Perry Gillespie, who is an organizational strategist, her book is I'm Here Now What? A Woman's Guide in Corporate America. And she used her experience in, in corporate arena as an executive in the corporate to help women understand how they can break that glass ceiling and keep moving forward. So all of my clients basically write about their life experience, 
maybe 20% of their life experiences in the book, and the other 80% is information that helps the reader, the consumer, master their skill set so that they can do better, live better, feel better. Now, how is the Dayton, Ohio um, writer ecosystem, do you find it uh, fulfilling in terms of, is it collaborative? Um, are there citywide events? Mm-hmm. I host a citywide event, actually. Uh, I've been hosting citywide events in Dayton, book literary, uh, literary events since 2004, and they have migrated and transformed throughout the years. And this past year, I was scheduled to host the Pen of the Writer or Power Book Fest Mother's Day weekend, of course, with the virus that has been rescheduled. So we're probably going to do it in uh, next year instead of just trying to fight with it over the summer and not knowing what's going to happen with everything going to be scheduled for May 7th and 8th, 2021. But what I do is I have authors from across the country come to Dayton, Ohio. It's going to be at the Montgomery County Fairgrounds. And I have collaborated, speaking of collaborations, I collaborated with another small business owner whose name is also Valerie, Valerie McKinney Walker, who's been doing a citywide small business event for the last 10 years. So we are collaborating our efforts and I'm bringing authors and she's bringing in other small business owners, and we are going to be together under one roof for two days to give people a unique shopping experience, but also to give exposure to the small business owners. And part of that event, I am going to have workshops for aspiring authors. And then there is an activity area for children called the Power Kids Zone. And so I've got a sponsor who's going to be managing and watching the kids and taking care of them and keeping them involved while their parents have the opportunity to shop. And one of my newest authors, well, I'm working on his book now, Chef Keith Denard Jones, who is a celebrity chef. Um, we're hoping to have him come as a feature to do some cooking samples and to sell his new book, which will be coming out well done. So yeah, that's that's what I do. I love to collaborate. I do anthologies, which bring in other people so that they don't have the full responsibility of publishing a book. So I will take their stories, edit, package it, and then provide them with a product. The last anthology I did was The Weight of Success, How to Become an Overnight Success in 7,300 Days, which is basically 20 years. And those authors, there were 14 participants, those authors debuted as bestsellers at one of the citywide book events that I host. So now if somebody wanted to learn more, have a more substantive conversation with you or somebody on your team, uh, what's the website or social media coordinates? My website is penofthewriter.com, and that's P-E-N as an ink pen, penofthewriter.com. And most of my social media is also Pen of the Writer, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram. I'm sure I'm missing one, but they're all pin of the writer. Good stuff. Well, Valerie, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Thank you so much for having me. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Dayton Business Radio. 